Evening, folks. We're back for another episode of The American Soul. This is Jesse Cope. I hope y'all are doing well today, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. want to tell y'all thank you again for those of y'all that have been tuning in and giving up those precious minutes of your day. I hope that y'all are getting something out of it. I'm walking down. We're going to take a little walk tonight. I'm walking down the road. I have both companions, puppy dog companions with me at any rate, Rocky and Stella. They're quite excited this evening for some reason, having a very good time. And then we have the chorus of frogs and a few crickets perhaps in the background. I also wanted to tell you all again, just thank you each episode. I just want y'all to know how much I appreciate those of y'all that are sharing the episodes and the comments that y'all are sending in. So I wanted this episode, I had planned this episode to talk about the normal associating or going back and looking at historical evidence about how America is a Christian nation and how many of our great leaders and institutions reaffirm that throughout the years. And there was a particular Supreme Court case near the end of the 20th century uh, that I really wanted to dig into. It's a pretty massive, it's not, I don't, I don't know how massive the case is. I'm not a, a law expert by any means, folks, but the case is massive from the point of confirming the Christian identity of the country because in this case it has somewhere between 80 and 90 different examples of why America is a Christian nation. And this was in the majority opinion of the Supreme Court of the United States. And this was over 100 years after our country was founded. So this wasn't just the founding generation, but it included the founding generation and included pre-colonial, pre-constitutional documents. It, it included charters. And, and so I'm really pretty excited about this because it's such a wide span of time and different documents, different peoples that show just without a doubt that our country is a Christian nation, it was founded as such, it was intended to be such, and that it could, again, it could just only function with a people that followed the principles that Jesus Christ laid out in his life and that we see in the Bible. And so, and we'll get into it. I'm not sure. We may have to do two episodes on that. So we may do part of it now and part of it later on in the week, or we may do part of it now and wait a couple episodes and then come back to it. But something was brought to my attention today that I think is an extremely important topic. It's an important sign of the times. It's an important gauge for the, the problems in our society and where we're going. We see so much in the news today and our country has just been absolutely ripped apart over the last almost year and a half now we're getting there over a narrative of systemic racism and oppression and over a virus 
And you can have, obviously, you can have your opinion on either one, and I'm sure that people do. They have strong opinions. I think part of what we will do throughout these episodes is show that the the narrative of systemic oppression and racism in this country is just absolutely 100% false. The times that we have had oppression and tyranny or racism in this country are when we have not followed the principles of Christ that founded this country. So the, the system, if you will, goes completely against bigotry and racism. The system, if we follow the principles, the founding faith and principles of this country, they go directly against those things. The problem, the issue here, is when we don't follow the founding faith and principles of this country. That's when your bigotry, your racism, your sexism, that's when those things, those evils rear their head. And that's a really important definition. But I'm getting a little bit off track here, folks. The point I was getting to, we've turned our country upside down for these two things. We've had cities literally burning. We've had people in lockdown. We've had families that couldn't see each other, weddings that didn't happen or got postponed, college graduations that were virtual. We've had any number of issues over the past 12 to 18 months based on these two things, systemic racism and oppression and a virus. But what I heard today, a couple of statistics, and y'all can check these folks. I love the fact that I have uh, an audience, sometimes an audience that's a little bit hostile to me, but that's good because y'all keep me honest. So you can check both of these statistics and see. But the two that I heard today, the first one, they're very sobering, is the leading cause of death in the United States across the board in people ages 17 to 24 is suicide. And then the second compounding this is that 22 veterans each day commit suicide. And again, y'all check them. Come back to me. If these statistics are off for some reason, I'm more than willing want to make sure we're getting the truth out there, folks. But I bet that you will find, even if these statistics are off a little bit, maybe I got a year wrong or a number just slightly off, it's still staggering. It's staggering that we have that many people that find themselves so hopeless or they have such a mental imbalance because, folks, this is... Maybe at some point in this podcast down the road, I'll get into this a little bit. I'm not there yet, but I I have walked this path in my life personally. And I am well aware that there there are some people that have such a chemical imbalance that it's a disease just like cancer and has to be treated and fought against just like that. But I'm also aware that there's a great number of people that 
just need somebody to talk to. They just need the truth. And I don't mean that in a condemning and judgmental way at all, folks. I mean that in a, our society has walked so far away from the truth that these people are so lost and confused and they have no one else in their life to lead them to the truth, to show them what's real. And there's so many lies out there, so much mythology that they can't, they can't find heads or tails. They can't figure out what's up and what's down. And that's, that's one of the reasons, maybe the main reason in a way, that we're doing this podcast is because there's just so much deceit and deception out there. And these statistics are just heartbreaking that there are so many people that are so lost and confused and alone and hurting that they think that the answer is to take their own life, that they think somehow the world is going to be a better place without them. And I just cannot help but feel emphatically that the reason, one of the main, the main reason that so many people get to this point in our country is because we have wandered away from the truth that this is a Christian nation founded on the principles of Jesus Christ, that hope and that truth and that light that Jesus alone represents. And that we have done this in society, we have done this in culture, and we have done this in education. And so these young people and these veterans are looking up and they, they have no foundation to cling to. And they're just adrift. They're like a ship adrift in the sea. And they don't have an anchor. And, and that's why this is so important that we win this war in culture and education. That's why it's so important that we push back unapologetically without even an inch of give against this notion that America is not a Christian nation because people are hurting and people are dying. And it's not, it's not some false narrative that we've just worked up out of nowhere. It's an absolute fact. Um, and if you have folks, if you are in this situation or you have somebody in your life in this situation, I would just, I would absolutely ask that you find some help and there are hotlines to call and there are people to talk to and I would 100% point you in the direction of a local church and find somebody there who cares and who will listen but the point is just to find somebody who will listen to start with and, and, and somebody wants to listen folks absolutely somebody out there wants to listen okay and I, I'm not doing a real good job here of, of, of talking about support and how we can do this, but I'll do better, and we, we'll definitely come back to this issue, folks. But for those of us that don't struggle with this, we need to be aware. You want to talk about a real issue in our country? That's, that's definitely near the top of the list. Way more important than a lot of the things that we're focusing on and pretending are important that actually aren't even issues today. All right, so I'm going to leave that for just a little bit. 
and we've just got a few minutes left folks I, I apologize but that's that's a that's a big issue it's something that we definitely need to address and part of addressing that is we need to get God and Jesus Christ back in our culture back in our institutions back in our politics back in our government back in our education especially with these young people folks and just again just all you got to do is walk the halls of a school and you can see how devastating it is that we have taken God and the Bible out of these schools over the last 50 to 60 years and so I want to go to this court case real quick and so this court case is from 1892 it is the Church of the Holy Trinity versus the United States. And the actual point of the case is not as relevant as the supporting material that was put in. And you're going to have to forgive me if you're a, a law junkie. I'm probably going to get some of this terminology wrong. But the information that I'm going to be looking at is, I believe, called the, the dicta. And it's, it's part of the extra stuff that the court put in, meaning that it wasn't, it wasn't imperative to the decision. It was just something that the justices felt, for whatever reason, was important. And so I'm going to read a little excerpt from this, and then I'm going to talk to you. I told you there's, there's somewhere in this document, there's somewhere between 80 and 90 different references that show that America is in fact a Christian nation. And you gotta remember the date, because the date's important, 1892. That's over 100 years after our country was actually founded. So we've talked about a lot, not a lot, but we've started to dig into that founding generation and how they absolutely knew that we needed, that we were a Christian nation and we needed a people that followed those principles. This was 100 years later, and we're still showing that this is a Christian nation. So it stood up for a little bit of time, right? So the first thing, I want to read you this excerpt. And this is from Justice David Josiah Brewer. No purpose of action against religion can be imputed to any legislation, state or national, because this is a religious people. This is historically true. From the discovery of this continent to the present hour, there is a single voice making this affirmation. There is no dissonance in these declarations. There is a universal language pervading them all. Having one meaning, they affirm and reaffirm that this is a religious nation. These are not individual sayings declarations of private persons they are organic utterances they speak the voice of the entire people these and many other matters which might be noticed add a volume of unofficial declarations to the mass of organic utterances that this is a christian nation again justice brewer here what he was saying he was not saying that the state could force someone to be christian or not Christian, but he was reaffirming that this country only works with the people that follow the principles of Jesus Christ. That's what he's getting at. We can't, America just won't work. Our founders knew it, generations before them knew it, generations after them knew it. We just simply can't have our country 
without people that follow the teachings of Christ. And so what I'd like to look at now are just some of the examples that he put into this dicta or this additional this additional information that went with the court case. So I'll tell you what, we're running up against the clock against where I usually stop for y'all and hopefully I haven't lost you by now. I'm going to go ahead and read just a little bit and then we'll come back and we'll read some more at a later episode. So some of this information. He starts with the commission to Christopher Columbus prior to his sail westward is from Ferdinand and Isabella by the grace of God, king and queen, etc. And recites that it is hoped that by God's assistance some of the continents and islands in the ocean will be discovered, etc. So, right there, right off the bat, Christopher Columbus, and we're definitely going to have an episode talking about him because of all the political correctness that swirls around Columbus Day. We will get to that at some point for sure. Okay, but it starts off, I mean, the, the he comes over, and one of the main goals is God, Jesus Christ. The first colonial grant that made was made to Sir Walter Riley in 1584 was from Elizabeth, by the grace of God, of England, France, and Ireland, Queen, Defender of the Faith, etc., and the grant authorizing him to enact statutes of the government of the proposed colony provided that they not be against the true Christian faith now professed in the Church of England. There's another one. The first charter of Virginia, granted by King James I in 1606, after reciting the application of certain parties for a charter, commenced the grant in these words, We, greatly commending and graciously accepting of their desires for the furtherance of so noble a work, which may, by the providence of Almighty God, hereafter tend to the glory of His divine majesty, in propagating of Christian religion to such people as yet live in darkness and miserable ignorance, of the true knowledge and worship of God, and may in time bring the infidels and savages living in those parts to human civility and to be settled in quiet government. Do by these our letters, patents, graciously accept of and agree to their humble and well-intended desires. It's a lot of words, folks, but basically, again, it's getting to the point that these colonies were set up specifically to make sure that they spread Christianity. Obviously, there were economic concerns. They wanted, you know, money, gold. You can talk about all that. But what we often forget today is that one of the main purposes in each of these situations, before we were even a nation, was to spread Christianity, right? So I think... At that point, I have definitely taken enough of y'all's time today, and I apologize that this was a little out of the ordinary as far as quotes, etc., and we'll get back to this court case, the Holy Trinity versus the United States, because there's a lot more to dig into there, are just a ton more examples, because that's, that's kind of the point, folks, repetition, right? Uh, in the Marine Corps, one of the big things that we talked about, and you can talk to a lot of athletes too about this, but one of the big things in the Marine Corps was muscle memory. 
if you do something right enough times over and over, I can't tell you how many times the Marine Corps made us do certain things to the point of just, just drove you nuts, right? But if you do it right over and over and over again, then when you're in a stressful situation, when you're scared and you're nervous and you really can't think straight, your brain kind of takes over and your muscles do what you have trained them to do. And this is one of the reasons I told y'all last episode, we will recover. We will go over again some of the same quotes time and time again, because it's so important, folks, that we have this knowledge ingrained in our heart and our mind so that we know and we can stand up against this myth that America is not a Christian nation because she is and she has to be if she's going to survive. The only way America can survive is having a people that follow Jesus Christ. And our founders knew this and our great leaders have known this. This myth that, that it's not a Christian nation is, is so modern and so untrue. Alright, so a little bit dark there today. Maybe we're always a little dark here, but thank y'all so much for spending time with me today. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for sharing the episodes. And I look forward to talking to y'all again, folks. This is, this is a great part of my day. It, it's just, it's wonderful to be able to talk and share this and encourage. I, I hope that I am encouraging y'all and giving you knowledge that y'all can use in your lives that encourages you. Okay. And we will talk to y'all again real soon.